tonight's episode of the 31st Lap Podcast is brought to you by DirtTrackDigest.com. If it's on dirt, it's on Dirt Track Digest. This is the 31st Lap Podcast, recorded live in the studios of FingerLakes1.com in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now, your host, Chris Marquardt. Uh, get into some of the information uh, that's happening up there at the fairgrounds as well. Appreciate all of you folks tuning in for episode number 251. Jeremy Corcoran is going to be joining us here in just a minute or two to talk a little bit about all the stuff that's going on up there with Motorsports Expo uh, 2019 as well. Uh, Jeremy, alluding to the fact a moment ago here as we're getting ready to start the show that the event is sold out and even with the ebb and flow of cancellations there's enough people that were knocking on the door at the last minute to try and jump in and be part of motorsports 2019 um in in connection to uh, syracuse motorsports expo 2019 uh just want to take a moment and extend our condolences out to joey patrick and his family losing uh the beloved kathy patrick uh, here leading up to this show, the Patrick family was at the helm of this show for a long, long time, and, and, and Kathy Patrick had the opportunity to meet her a number of times. It was uh, just one of the most kindest souls that I've ever uh, ever had the chance to meet, and unfortunately, after she was sick for a little while, um, uh, we did lose her, but uh, it's a big loss for the family, and, and certainly we're thinking of the, of the Patricks, um, regardless of what's happening in motorsports, because they're part of the family uh more than anything else you know um but again uh hits a hits a little bit of a, a little bit more tender chord coming up to motorsports expo the way that it is um so again thoughts out to uh, joey patrick and his family uh everybody tied to gator racing news uh make sure i open the right line since it's been a challenge with this new setup uh we've got jeremy corker now online jeremy man how are you good good yeah and i just want to uh touch base with you on what you said about the Patrick family and all that you know they're they're like family to me and I've worked for them setting the floor up for 20 years and me and Joe and we had a deal to buy this show when the time was right and last year was the time uh, to buy it from and I did and you know unfortunately you know Kathy was sick then and you know it was time for them to, to pass it on to uh, somebody that would try to make it bigger and better and keep it going and uh, you know hopefully that was me and I don't plan on going anywhere for a year to come and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough for them right now because they built you know Gator and then the Motorsports Expo and all that stuff. So it's uh, it's difficult for Joey and stuff. But uh, I've been in contact with him this week and uh, you know has it high and uh, she's in a good place now. with unfortunately, my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but uh, no other than that, um, Motorsports Expo is good. It's full. You know, like we had some last-minute cancellations due to guys, you know, you know, lettering and sponsors and all that stuff. You know, guys sending forms a while ago to uh, to register because they want to get in, and then unfortunately don't get their cars done or something like that. But we had some other people step up to the plates and uh, and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's good. It's going to be a good weekend. You know, uh, you know, I can't do it without Ferris, FX Capra, and VP Race Fuels, right. and everybody, my family and friends, and my son, my stepson, and uh, everything's good. 
Now, you said that, that some of these cars that were going to be on display couldn't make it because maybe it was an issue with a lettering guy or something like that. Being a body guy, there's no cars that were supposed to be there that didn't get bodies done, right? <laughs> no. Actually, uh, well, yes and no. There's one oh, guy no. that called me last week and says, hey, I, my other body guy can't get a body done. Um, are you, I heard you're doing bodies again. Yeah. And he goes, well, can I get it done for your show? I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the type of person when a guy calls me and puts stuff in line, I put stuff in line and get it done, and you know I do the best I can. I was doing bodies, you know, years ago, and I kind of right. got out of it. Now I'm back into it with my son racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know I'm trying to to do the show and get race cars done and actually get his car done. And so there's only so much time in a day. And I used to work, you know, 16, 18 hours a day, and I don't do that anymore. You know, family means everything since I lost my mom and dad, and, you know, it open, that opens your eyes to a lot of things, and so I spend time with them, and I'm home at night, and uh, guys, race car can wait. You know, if they can't make the show, it's unfortunately they know when the show is. They know when racing season is. You know, I used to do bodies. you got guys that race. Hey, I need a body. i got to go racing next week, and I go, well, you've had all winter. Right. Oh, I know. I've been doing this and doing that. I go, oh, now it's my fault. I can't get it done. But, <laughs> but no, it's uh. Nah, everything's good. It's uh, it, like you said. It was funny that uh, you bring that up about the body and stuff like that. And, but no, there's nothing there that's uh, didn't get uh, didn't get a body on it because of me. There's, I think there's well, maybe three, four guys in there that I got I did bodies on my son's car and mm. Tom Juno and uh, Ronnie Davis's cars. I'm doing his bodies and stuff like that. I, I can't think of anybody else at the time. But uh, yeah, it'll be a good show, you know, with the, the asphalt uh, tracks. Strip. They got a big booth uh, that they're putting in. You know, Estes. It's it's uh, all about racing in, in Central New York. It's not about dirt cars or whatever. Just right. it's it's anything. Just like I do with the trade show in the fall. You know, that was more dirt stuff. Now I'm trying to bring that drag strip stuff into that, and mm-hmm. uh, everything needs to be in. Everybody sells parts to any kind of car. You know, not to get sidetracked, but you know, with Estes there, I do an event with them on Thursday Night Thunder during the Syracuse Nationals the burnout competition, something I thought of last year, and that was huge in itself. Right. We're actually going to do that again and uh, become good friends with them. And, uh, you know, all the local tracks, Brewers and Fulton, Utica, mm-hmm. Afton, uh, Five Mile Point, uh, Fonda. Uh, you know, I, I, if I forget anybody, I don't mean to, but I don't have the list right in front of me. But, um, you know, asphalt tracks are good, too, and Evansville's and mm-hmm. Can-Am and, uh, Atlanta Legends, uh, Wheatsport, Jimmy Phelps, they got a huge display. Dirt Cars got to uh, change the show up a little bit, move some vendors around and stuff like that. They got the whole corner down there with Dirt Car and stuff, so cool. kind of a new look to the show. Right. I mean, the show at this point is, is so many questions I got for you right off the top with, with all the stuff that sure. you hit on. Wheatsport's got, Wheatsport's got a gigantic display. They're going to be running tours through the production truck in addition to going live on Saturday with one of their live shows, and, and, and that, that, that in, it, in itself necessitates a change. But the show, having run now for 33 years um, and, and a more digital age that we're in from when this started, the static displays don't work. Just walking by and seeing a car or seeing a track or an entity um, um, doesn't work. The show sells itself at this point. Everybody knows that they have to be part of this. It, it essentially sells itself. It doesn't strike me that you're calling um, so many people uh, as maybe the, the Patricks were when it was year two trying to fill all of the all the venue up but at the same time how much more challenge are you encountering in terms of putting the show together given the diversity of the displays i mean when we were there in november there was cars multiple different places had cars on pedestals rotating up near the rafters it's not the same static displays as what you're used to 
Oh, right, yeah, you got to do that stuff. You know, hey, last year uh, at this time we had uh, Snap-on Tools, they're a sponsor of the show. We're doing an yeah. entire change of contest. But, no, different things. I, You know, we come in one uh, last year, and it, if you were there, the sprint car was up on toolboxes. You know, we right. we did not have that in mind until uh, the car was sitting in the booth that had the had the toolboxes around and stuff, and I said, I don't like that. It looks out of place. I said, why don't we take that car and put it up on the toolboxes? The guy from Snap-on looked at me like I had four eyes. <laughs> but I said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go rent a forklift. Well, we rent a forklift, and we put it up on the toolboxes. That was cool. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's different. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what you have to do. And, and you know, times, times have changed quite a bit in racing and, and, and trying to get participants and stuff. You know, guys you know, don't want to spend a weekend out here. And don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking anybody. I know everybody's got family lives and businesses and all that stuff. And, you know, they don't want to spend the whole weekend out. But you have your dedicated racers. You know, mm-hmm. if we didn't have, yeah, this show's mine. If we didn't have this show, it this kicks off race season. You know what I mean? If right. we don't have this stuff, there's so many other things that kids can do now. I have two two kids, you know, and they're on Xbox. They're on their phones. They're on this. <laughs> Racing's going to be in trouble if we don't. If we don't do something to get these kids involved with racing more, I mean, because you look at, look who's left in racing right now. You know, Danny and Alan, they still race. Yeah, you got Matt Shepard, Matt Williamson, and a few other guys. But it's not like it was back in the day when you had, you didn't, you had no problem filling your hand with uh, top drivers. And, you know, you needed your hands and two two feet to, to count the drivers. Now you can do it on a set of hands that, you know, uh, follow the tour and do all this stuff. Money's tight with everybody and, mm-hmm. and times have changed. So we just need to uh, get a grasp on that and promote different things and, and, and try to do it. And I struggle with it because it's like, you know, everything nowadays is, I, I wanted to get street outlaws. I, I like that right. show. I wanted to get one of those guys to come to this show. It's sure. $50,000. Wow. So you have to sell a lot of tickets to, have somebody come and sell autographs for fifty thousand dollars. You know, right. that's I would do it if I could get if I could break even, I would do it just to have that difference in a show. You know, I mean, sure. look what I've done with the trade show in two years, you know, I'm trying to make that bigger and better and True. Um, I'm working on going to the new building with that to make it bigger and better and different, you know, so and I'd like to do this show here. But it's just uh sometimes it's a struggle. I don't know if I got sidetracked on your question or not, but that's Times are changing, and you try you try to change with the times, but also keep it where it was. You know. Yeah, you I mean, obviously, you're going to have to. There's a there's 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 a commonality that has to be there from from year one to where we are right now. The the focus of this show in November in February. Wow, I check the calendar. The focus of this show that's coming up here this weekend. In March is the season kickoff. This is tracks giving out schedules. This is guys showing off their guys and gals showing off their paint schemes. People showcasing their rides and 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 tracks distributing, or excuse me, series distributing information about where their tour stops are going to be. The fall show has always been his. The fall show has always been geared towards getting parts in the in, in people's hands so that they can build over the course of the winter and basically be ready when racing season starts. Where we are in March right now, we're what. Six weeks away from the first race at Fulton, right? You know, so uh, we're, we're we're knocking on the door. This is the you know it's been billed oftentimes the unofficial kickoff of of the racing oh, sure. season, and 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 I think that that still fits. 
yep. in terms of the good drivers and things like that, you look at the finish order from 1997, and a lot of those names are awful similar to what, what we're seeing right now um, uh, in terms of the Super Dirt Car Series. Personalities have grown and, and, and talents have come along, but some of them haven't elected to travel. But also, to the point of what you were saying, you know how things have changed so much, it used to be that every shop had a race car, and, and those, those days have, have since long since gone. Uh, and, and we've seen the rise of the super teams, uh, especially with the super dirt car series and things of yep. that nature here. But if you look down the list just a little ways and get out of the modifieds and look at what's happening in the sportsman ranks and how deep that field is and how many cars there are and, and what, you know, not to, not to keep bringing it back to Fulton, but we're going to Fulton in August last year was running three features of, of, of sportsman cars. So while it doesn't look the same, and you still have to keep that 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 harken back to the to the old times, the racing ledger is sort of doing the same thing. When you think about it, it yeah, the cars look a lot like they used to in terms of dirt modifies. The body hasn't changed a whole lot since 1985, but by the same token, um, you know the 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 bulk of the schedule is occupied by those sportsman guys and 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 the, the niche that they're carving right. out for themselves and we're seeing some of those guys move up too you know Ronnie Davis is one of those guys that moved up to the 358s when Fulton Brewerton, Utica and I think Can Am all went to that small block program. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you said. I mean, there's fifty there's fifty cars at Fulton. You know, that's what you got to keep them kids interested in racing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And to, to to, to make this sport grow, the, the $50,000 big blocks, you can't do that anymore. You know, guys working, making $60,000 a year, and he's got to buy a $50,000 go racing, and he can't do that, you know. And that's what that's what it is. And like I said, there's a ton of sportsmen out there, and that's good. That's what the sport needs, you know. Are you are you making bodies just for open-wheel cars, or are you making pro-stock bodies too? No, just basically open-wheel stuff, you know. I used to do all that stuff, but... Uh, right. Now it's just uh, I've got a C- I own a CNC machine that cuts everything out by uh, CNC. Mm-hmm. I've had that for years, so that's kind of why I've got it all templated on that, and just try to stick to that. Just with other stuff going on with the kid racing and all that stuff, I try to just keep doing that stuff. That's easy to do. I can do a car in a day, so it's pretty easy to do. You know. Is he running sportsman again this year? That is undetermined. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we're going to start all sportsman. I have actually. Uh, We'll put a new car together, and I actually, uh, my big block that I've had sitting in my shop floor for years, actually the last <laughs> time it ran was with Ryan Susi won the non-winning you're in at Syracuse, and unfortunately we wrecked it the next day, but uh, that got pulled out and put under the shelf, and it's been there, and uh, two weeks ago I said, yeah, I'm going to put the big block in this car and just start it. Right. I haven't even started yet, but it's going to the show with the big block in it, so I think we're going to do some <laughs> hot after that. And, Either he's going to race it, or I may even try it. I don't think I'm going to try it, but I may. Right. Um, if not, I may put somebody in it, and then uh, go from there. He did excellent his first year. He won at Brewerton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's my son and all, but the kid's doing good, and we'll, we'll see where he goes from uh, with here with racing. You know, one minute he wants to race, and next minute he don't. Typical kid. You right. know, he doesn't want to work on it. That's going to change. That he's got to work on it because I'm I'm tired of working. I race, been racing my, well, racing my whole life pretty much since I was 14 years old. And my neighbor raced and owned race tracks and promoted race tracks and owned race cars and drove race cars. So it's, now it's his turn. The 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 big block motor itself is that one of them that's left over from the the JAR cars? No, no, that no. was my own. That's what I bought. Back in the day, when I actually when I left Jeff, and then uh, I raced at Dirt Week 
oh, I don't know, a couple of years before they got rid of it. But uh, right. I drove it, and I just got Ryan Susie in the car for that race, and that gotcha. was it. No, that was my own. So it's not like you're one of those sixty thousand dollars a year guy that had to buy a fifty thousand dollar new big block. This was one that was in the mothballs for a while. Um, no, this <laughs> cost me twelve thousand dollars, and I bought a whole motor car and everything. Twelve grand, big block, and so <laughs> that motor doesn't owe me nothing. They could turn two laps and blow up, and oh well. Right. You know, not saying oh well about twelve grand, but the, the car actually Tyler races is the car that I bought back in the day. Sure. You know, with that deal, so it's still a good car. That's cool. The yep. I, I made some I made some assumptions earlier, but I just want to make sure that I wasn't wasn't too far off in that um, in that assumption. Is it fair to say that this show Motorsports Expo sells itself? You know, it's such a go to, it's oh, such yeah. a staple. I mean, is it hard to is it hard to fill it at this point? No, not no. It, it, it sells itself because you know the Patrick family did so well with it for mm-hmm. thirty two years, thirty one years. I took it over thirty two that it, it does sell itself. Everybody knows this is, like you said, the kickoff of racing and it's time to, to go to the show and, you know, brush the car off with this stupid snow that keeps coming. <laughs> and uh, it's just, uh, you know, you don't think you're going to go to racing here when it's snowing out, but, uh, you know, it gets people out of the house and something to look for. But, yeah, no, it is definitely the kickoff of racing. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it sells itself. And the show was packed last year. And, uh, you know, after the show, uh, Jimmy Phelps come up me Sunday night, and uh, he says, you know, we can, you know, most vendors know with shows and all that how the crowd was. And they go, we ran out of stuff, the free stuff that they handed out. I don't know what they did or what they handed out or whatever. They had to go to Wheatsport and get refill stuff because they gave so much stuff out. Wow. So that just tells you what the fan base was there, you know. So um, we'll see. You know, you got this uh, race going on next door. I don't know if that's going to hurt the show, help the show, or uh, we'll see where it all transpires Sunday afternoon, you know what I mean? Because sure. the people in this area just don't have a lot of money to uh, to do both, you know, whether they go to that show. I, I don't know what, the, I don't even know what the admission is, and I didn't even look at anything, but on that, it's $20, $25, can they, can they afford to go to my show and go to that show, or are they just going to go see racing for that weekend you know what i mean and i get what the fair is trying to do is bring a whole racing oriented thing to the fairgrounds but it's tough when you got a couple different promoters trying to make money at it and pay the bills it's you know it's not cheap to rent the fairgrounds these buildings you know what i mean so it's not like we go in and make thousands of dollars and snap our fingers and it's done so i've been preparing for this show for since last year honestly you know with the vendors and you know we got helmet vendors fire suit vendors and Parents is there, our JC Race Parts and oil companies, and uh, you know, hey, we got Ashley One Winery there that's uh, right. slushy and stuff like that. Cheesefield Company, and you guys are there having your races out back with a, stuff like that. So that all helps. That all brings mm-hmm. you know the quarter midget out room is jam packed. He's got I think fifty three of them things in there. Jeepers! I think he's <laughs> there. Yeah, so that's that's cool in itself, you know. Well, I I want to touch quickly on on the, the race that's being held. We'll get into more details on this in a little bit. Uh, first and foremost, online if you want more details, SyracuseMotorsportsExpo.com. You can find all the information. Um, you can even find entry forms, booth rentals if you're looking for uh, next year, if you're trying to plan ahead. 
Uh, March the 8th, tomorrow, set up for everybody. We're going to be up there ourselves um, doing the setup Friday night for the uh, RC Oval Track out back. Saturday, the show runs. This is the 9th of March from 10 until 8 p.m. And then Sunday, it runs from 11 to 4. Uh, vendors are asked to not break any of their displays down until 4 o'clock so that we can get everybody moved out and uh, give everybody a reason to stay to the end. Admission. Pretty reasonable to me. 13 bucks for adults, 5 bucks for kids age 6 to 12, kids under 5 get in for free. Two-day passes, it's 20 bucks. You can't really argue that. Now, for your concern, Jeremy, I appreciate where you're coming from, but uh, speaking only from the experience and the guys that are coming to run RC cars, there are people that are planning on coming up there early to get in and do the race, and they are asking us to make sure that we are done with the race Saturday so that they can get over to the, the oval race. They are planning on doing both. Um, there's a number of people that were that were planning on coming up Friday, doing the race, running their RC cars out back, checking out the show during the course of the day, and then going to the indoor race after that as well. So I think that you're going to be okay because those guys, especially the touring groups that are coming up, that are that are with the cars, that are fans or stuff. Otherwise, they'd be sitting in the hotel. They got nothing to do. If they gotta if they gotta throw an extra thirteen bucks at it to go walk around and look at other cars or, or potentially even find parts if they had a, a major malfunction on Friday night, I think they're gonna take advantage of it at least a little bit of a cross section that we've heard from so far. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully that's true. Yeah, that's good, you know. I think uh, I I like the idea of it, like you said, but they've got to uh they gotta make sure they do it right. Otherwise everybody's going to be struggling for the same uh same niche of people and everybody's going to be in trouble, but you know, we'll, right. we'll let the cards yep. fall, fall as they may. I'm looking forward to getting back up there. Um, big Nell's always got an awesome display. Uh, we, we, we made some new contacts last year um, uh, when we were there in February and then we were back there again in November. So that was, that was always cool. Um, and, and you see the stuff that's off the beaten path there as well uh in years past we've seen vintage modifieds we've seen swampers we've seen uh monster trucks there before um the the old old school open wheel cars that are that are periodically on display there really is something for everybody and and again that's one of those ways that it ties back to the the beginnings and the roots of this show uh while you've got cars spinning on platforms 25 feet above the ground and sprint cars sitting on top of toolboxes. You've also still got that vintage stuff that, that that's just there with a couple flyers on the front tire and, and somebody be back Sunday afternoon to put it back in a trailer. Right. Have you talked to, and I forgive me if I, if I missed it on the page, is the hall of fame going to have anything over there this year? Yeah, they're going to have uh, yeah hall of fame. I'm not sure what they're bringing. They didn't fill me in with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what they're bringing but i know they're doing a couple autograph sessions with some right. people and stuff like that so uh they've been moving the kenny tremont the, re- the restored kenny tremont car around quite a bit and and that certainly moves around easier i was talking to jim olin and he said that moves around a whole lot easier than the champagne car does that they were moving around um here a couple years ago right. so uh, I'm, I'm wondering if perhaps you'll be you'll be privy to seeing the tremont 115 over there yeah i'm hoping <laughs> Wouldn't be you got to ch- you had a chance to race against Kenny Tremont a couple times, right? Oh yeah, yep. Yes, I did back in the day. He actually beat me on the last spot at Rolling Wheels in a the two hundred back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. What else have you got planned for twenty nineteen? Um, not really much. Just uh, 
you know, that Thursday night thunder that I mentioned on July 18th uh, during the Syracuse Nationals, and then, uh, of course, back at it uh, for the Northeast Trade Show and auction uh, in November. That's um, it. No, 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 no deep plans for tracks. Just going to keep working on bodies and, and keep working on Tyler's car. No, nothing, no, nothing with race tracks. You know, I, I, I'm not. I kind of stepped away from that. So you... <laughs> I was trying to do something with uh, rolling wheels. Released that for a few races, but that fell apart. Right. And uh, that's it. And uh, other than that, go race with my kid and, and uh, enjoy the family. Is your life happier without a racetrack in it? One hundred and twenty five percent. I thought maybe that was going to be the answer. <laughs> yep, absolutely. People say you miss it, and I said nope, not one bit. <laughs> not Do I miss like... preparing a racetrack? Yes. The yeah. rest of it, absolutely not. Yeah. Never. Nope. And everybody says, "Why are you doing rolling wheels?" And when I was doing rolling wheels, that happened this year. Honestly, there'd been one race there. You know, one series race. Right. But the rest of it would have been a tractor pull a monster truck pull, something out of the ordinary stuff. You know, I forgot, you know, I, uh, stadium cross. I mean, I, that's my stadium crossing partner with Robbie O'Connor there at Syracuse Nationals. We had that in two weeks, the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th at, uh, the fairgrounds in the Coliseum. Right. I almost forgot about that. So, uh, that's cool in itself. We've done that two years now and that's getting bigger and bigger, but we got over 500 riders entries at, uh, wow come to that fans and usually packed house and it's a, that's a good thing a good fun thing to do something like that's different different things from racing sure you know? well i mean you you certainly got a, a a gamut to run for 2019 with a bunch of different things uh outside of the the, the common expectations of of what you might see in the dirt track circles so i'm glad everything's continuing to go well again online syracuse motorsports expo.com friday the 8th is move in saturday the 9th Motorsports Expo runs from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Again, the price is 13 bucks for adults. It's only five bucks for kids age six to 12. Kids under five are free, and there's a two-day pass available this year for only 20 bucks. Is there anything that we missed, Jeremy? I mean, we've talked about your bodies. We've talked about oh, Tyler's well, car. No. <laughs> well, uh, I, I will see you tomorrow, probably between okay. six six thirty something like that. We'll get to get the little pieces of the timing system put into place for the oval out back, and then we'll we'll enjoy a good weekend of of activity over there at Motorsports Expo nineteen in Syracuse. Perfect, Jeremy. Thanks a ton, man. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you very much. See you later. Take care. There goes. Jeremy Corcoran, a couple thoughts from him. Again, online, if you want more details, there's an entire schedule and everything lined up on there, Syracuse Motorsports, MotorsportsExpo.com. And then quickly, just to remind everybody of the racing that's happening as well, this is going to be at that new exposition center. The Syracuse Indoor Race is the title of it. It's overseen by uh, Lenny Salmon's Productions. IndoorAutoRacing.com is the website. Friday, the racing card uh, starts at 6 o'clock. That's when doors open. Reserve seating is 29 bucks. There's uh, mid-rows for 26 20 and then kids are only 8 bucks to get in. Uh, ticket in prices increase $5 the day of event. So if you're going to order tickets, jump online now. It goes up $5 tomorrow. Racing is at 7.30. And again, the TQs, the champ carts, and the uh, slingshots going to be in action on Friday and Saturday, both. Saturday's racing card, the doors open at 5.30. Racing is at 7. Same ticket pricing online there. If you want more details, indoor auto racing. 
Com is the place to go. It's going to be cool. Eric Rudolph is going to be in action. Uh, looks like the Catalanos are going to be in action. I think I saw a post that Luciconi is going to be in action as well. So got a lot of folks that are going to be um, trying their luck in the first ever uh, Syracuse indoor race at the Exposition Center. And uh, going to be happening right there side-by-side uh, side with Motorsports Expo 2019. So I think we've covered pretty much everything that we were trying to get to this evening. Uh, one quick item to note, um, Lancaster Speedway are, is still for sale. No updates on that in terms of the drag racing side of things. And um, still the post exists on Spencer Speedway's page that that asphalt track is for sale as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to catching up with some of the folks from uh, ESTA, as Jeremy alluded to. Um, that drag racing organization, we'd like to have them on final round. We're going to have a show on final round, uh, probably not, probably next Thursday. Uh, but the week after that, we are going to be out of town. So the 31st lap will be delayed the week of the 22nd because we will be in Topeka, Kansas, working on Capital City Carnage with the Crash Course Demolition Derby podcast and all of the folks over there at DerbyNation.tv. Uh, Taking a look at the clock. I think we've covered, again, everything that we wanted to get to. We appreciate all the folks that tune in each and every time the 31st Lap goes live here on Finger Lakes 1 at the North Park Building at Academy Square. That's going to do it for us. We will see you again in a couple weeks with another update from 31st Lap. Oh, hang on a second. Dirt Track Digest is going to be live with a pre-race and post-race show uh, from the Short Track Super Series event uh, in Delaware on March the 16th. We're going to be collaborating with them on that, so looking forward to that. Mike Mallett and I will be on the microphones for a pre-race and post-race show. So we are looking forward to that coming to you from Delaware, the uh, uh, Short Track Super Series kickoff out there. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. That will be appearing on Facebook Live. So now, now we're done, and we still appreciate everybody that tunes in to watch. That's going to do it for us here at the North Park Building in Academy Square. I'm Chris Marquardt. We'll see you all again next time.